building products in such a way that users or buyers just have to have that product. And I think that the notion of authentic demand is as important in large organizations as in small. Okay, I am pleased to be here today with Larry Lafferty. He is the president of Velocity AI Works. Larry, welcome. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, very happy to have you here today. And, you know, I thought I would just start with a question about your background and kind of entrepreneurial experience and how that led you uh, to where you are today with Velocity. Sure. So my background is software engineering. I actually started uh, in the mid 1980s in AI and artificial intelligence. So I worked at that particular time at Harris Corporation. And pretty quickly, it occurred to me that I was going to be a whole lot happier in smaller businesses. So since that time, I've uh, had the good fortune of working for a number of different smaller companies on a number of different kinds of projects. About nine years ago, I started working for Velocity as CTO, and then eventually moved into the CEO's position. So um, we have Velocity has done work for a number of years for the Department of Defense. About two years ago, we began a project for a financial company, Principal Financial Group. And as a result of our work on that project, Principal made an investment in us. And as part of that investment, what they decided to do was to split the mother company into two parts. So we now have a Velocity company that focuses on DOD work and Velocity AI works focuses on commercial applications of the technology that we originally developed for the Department of Defense. And it's been interesting to me to see how our work in InsureTech has evolved. I think initially there was a great interest in in building those intelligence systems and um, bringing capabilities directly to users. Now, what we learned in the course of doing that is that there's an enormous amount of preparatory work that has to take place with a lot of that work being focused on making sure that the data are good. So the general idea is that um, in an ideal situation, what we would be able to do is to help an organization um, satisfy a need that using technology that they might not have even imagined would be possible. So, so what, we, what we see in working with clients, whether it's finance or oil and gas or whatever, what we see is that there's um, a lot of discussion about artificial intelligence and not necessarily a lot of really deep understanding of what you can do and what you can't do. I think the media, in a sense, do us a disfavor because it appears that AI can do anything. When in yeah. fact, when you're building an AI system, you're just building software and you have to go through the same process. You have to get the data right. You have to really know what your requirements are. You have to know what's gonna ring a, a, a user's bell and so on. So if you don't do all of those things, then all the AI in the world isn't going to help. And I'm curious, you know, from a sort of, you know, bringing fresh eyes to the industry or um, maybe how your experience either working for DOD or working uh, for commercial partners in other industries, 
you know, effects or maybe add some, some benefit to the work you do in InsureTech. So yep. going back to the notion of domain expertise versus fresh eyes, I think you're right that we tend to approach problems with fresh eyes. And one of the challenges that we always have as developers is to get smart enough in a domain to be able to do the job well. Now, I think that um, one of the things that I've learned or taken from the entrepreneurial world into insure tech is the importance of understanding exactly what your customer and users need. So authentic demand is really a way of talking about uh, building products in such a way that users or buyers just have to have that product. And I think that the notion of authentic demand is as important in large organizations as in small. I think it's easy for an organization to set off and build an application without really understanding whether users really want or need that application. So the excitement of a new project can kind of get ahead of really, really understanding what the need is. So if there's not that authentic demand for uh, a solution, then users will find a way to sabotage it. Right. In terms of, you know, leadership or, or management, or are there any particular methodologies you use or any particular tools you use uh, to support that? Sure. Um, so we're a software house and be, as a software development organization, probably five years ago, we developed an approach called agile development. And so one of the principles of agile development is that a team developing an application is going to meet every day for a stand-up, and a stand-up is just a short 10 to 15-minute meeting where we review what everybody is doing and try to identify issues or problems. Uh, we organize the work that we're doing into what are known as sprints, so we have either two-week or three-week sprints, and a sprint basically represents uh, a unit of work for for the team as a whole. At the end of a sprint, we do a delivery, we review that with the customer and so on. So um, Agile really works really well, even in a distributed or remote working environment, because we can have our standups over Zoom or GoToMeeting, and to a certain extent, everything is more or less the same. And, and are there other things that you do, like maybe, you know, cross-training on certain roles, you know, cr create, create some um, additional strength in the organization in case, you know, things go a different direction or there are challenges or whatever the case yeah. may be? Yeah, good question. So we're a very flat organization, and that's kind of by design. First of all, we're really small, and so we don't have a deep hierarchy. Um, and so essentially what happens is that I have – there are about five people – in a group of about 15 to 20 engineers who have experience being team leads. And so essentially what ends up happening is that all of those people have the, the ability to lead projects with four or five engineers. All of those people are hands-on engineers. I work with all of them really well. And so the idea is that we build resilience by making it possible for a fairly large number of people to step into that 
leadership roles. So it's not uncommon, for example, to have someone who is a team lead on a one project just be a developer on another project. So there's a lot of, uh, um, there aren't strict boundaries in terms of who does what. And there is an expectation that we'll all pitch in to do whatever needs to be done. Well, I, I appreciate you taking the time for everyone. Uh, again, it's Larry Lafferty. He's the president of Veloxity AI Works and uh, really appreciate having you on today. Thank you. All right. Bye now.